Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of Writing Excuses has been brought to you by our listeners, patrons, and friends. If you would like to learn how to support this podcast, visit www.patreon.com slash writing excuses. Season 13, Episode 42. This is Writing Excuses, Talks to an Astronaut with Chell Lindgren. Fifteen minutes long. Because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Brandon. I'm Howard. I'm Mary. I'm Dan. We're all out of order. We're not sitting in the right order. Our brains only work in a very specific (laughs) order. We're outside of mission parameters. 
Uh, and once again, I'm warning you guys, I'm sick. So, um, <laughs> but, but I didn't want to miss out on But astronaut, right? We once again have our friend, Chell Lindgren. Hey, and uh, thank you so much for having me. I'm a big fan of uh, writing excuses, and so it is, uh, it's amazing to be a part of the conversation. Yeah, we got that on tape. Yeah. We, we got that on tape. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. going on the end of every episode now. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a ton of astronaut questions I've been wanting to ask you. Um, so I, I'm afraid that this is going to be just a, please tell us all the things, Chell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to, happy to share. Okay. Um, so, uh, so you've talked about the vertigo in space, uh, and, and people like that's all over the NASA website. People talk about that, mm-hmm. but th- when you come back to earth and you have vertigo again, how much is that like benign positional vertigo? Um, or is it completely in its own class of? Yeah. So when we say vertigo, I think that there, that people have different interpretations of what that means. Dizziness, lightheadedness actual spinning. Uh, I have a colleague that uh, upon arriving in space, so right at main engine cutoff, after that third stage cutoff, and now you were officially in weightlessness, felt like they were basically doing backflips. So wow. they're just, and, and just had this sensation, and I'm motioning with my hands and I realize that <laughs> the listeners can't uh, see that, but essentially felt like they were flipping, um, flipping backwards just constantly. And they were able to get over that. Um, I did not feel vertiginous. I did not have uh, dizziness at all when I, w- once I arrived uh, on orbit. Um, and, and so after landing there, again, it really depends on the individual. Some people will feel vertiginous. Well, things will be spinning. Um, for me, if I kept my head very still, uh, I actually felt fine. It is any type of acceleration. So tilting my head forward, pitching my head forward, or turning my head side to side very quickly. Um, the sensation I would receive was far out of uh, proportion to the movement my, that my head would make. So I could really get my kind of uh, gyros spinning with very quick head movements. In particular, if I pitched my head forward, I would have fallen over. And so huh. you will see, if you look very closely at the astronauts that have just landed, so, and, and what we're doing now, of course, is landing in the Soyuz space capsule. They, they carry them, you know, they'll, they'll pull them out of the capsule, they'll put them on a lawn chair, put them on the ground. And if you watch very closely, they'll keep their head, most will keep their heads very still. And so if somebody talks to them, they'll kind of look over at them and smile, <laughs> but they keep their head very still. Um, we know this. And so if you're feeling pretty good, you will actually move your head around a lot because that gets you credit from your, your uh, buddies that your colleagues oh. like, man, he's doing great. Look at how he's moving his head around. And so um, and you're like, I am in a lawn chair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, and again, it, it really is uh, up to the individual, um, their individual response. One of the, um, I mean, just very surreal experience that I had prior to launch we had a, before we leave Star City to Baikonur, um, we have a departure breakfast, uh, kind of a ceremonial toast to the crew that's departing for their launch. And so all of the cosmonauts that live there in Star City will come to, to wish the crew uh, farewell. And so um, this, uh, let's see, it's uh, Leonov, so the first person ever to do a spacewalk. 
he is at the departure breakfast, and he gathers our crew together mm-hmm. to just give us some tips and tricks as we're getting ready to fly. And he said, if you start to feel sick when you get onto orbit, just keep your head very still and just don't, don't move your head around. And I, I just kind of took this picture in my brain of I'm getting – Getting flight <laughs> advice from Alexei Leonov. I mean, this is That's very, amazing. very surreal. Yeah. So you were telling us earlier at lunch, you were talking about the fact that when you first get up there, you get flu-like symptoms because your blood, which is used to being pulled down by gravity, just kind of floods your whole body. Yeah. So we call this uh, a fluid shift. Uh-huh. And um, and so at, when you stand up on Earth, your blood gravity pulls it down into your legs. And we have physiologic mechanisms that are constantly working to keep the blood up at your brain and perfusing your brain. And so your muscles are squeezing on the, the veins to push the blood up. Your heart might beat a little bit faster when you first stand up. And all of those mechanisms continue to work in, in weightlessness, but there's no gravity pulling that blood. It's not counteracting anything. And so what that results in is this net shift of fluid up into your head and chest. And so your face, your head feels very full, you feel congested. Um, if you look at your legs, they look incredibly skinny, and we call those bird, bird legs. Um, and that's a part of, I think, the space adaptation syndrome of space motion sickness. But that fluid shift persists, really kind of persists throughout the mission. That's why there are no giraffes in space, because their heads would just explode. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? So I worked in a cardio, a, the Space Physiology Laboratory that used to be at NASA Ames Research Center, and the giraffe is one of the animals that we looked at. Giraffes and snakes that climb trees are animals that we looked at to try and understand how, like in a giraffe, that changes that hydrostatic column. When it oh, bends down to I'm, drink. That's what I'm talking about. The, mean, amount of, the amount of heart pressure you got to do to get blood up into that head. You put a giraffe in orbit, he hits free fall and just... <laughs> yeah, but but it's the, the thing he was saying is that when the giraffe puts their head down, that that, that mm. shifts. So that that almost yeah. gets you to the point where, yeah, now you're not only dealing with the giraffe's innate blood pressure, but the fact now the hydro, hydrostatic column is actually increasing pressure down. And so what mechanisms, intrinsic mechanisms, are there to prevent the giraffe's head from exploding when it bends down mm-hmm. to take a drink? <laughs> um <laughs> So, so I now we're telling a talking dumb about, joke about uh, a giraffe exploding, and you saying, "No, that's actually a real thing." That's my favorite thing with this happened today. Can you give me a little more credit than that? Because, no, no, we cannot. All right, fine. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Let's stop for our book of the week. (laughs) Yes, Um, please. I'm going to do our book of the week. I think it's a very appropriate one. We're going to do R is for Rocket by Ray Bradbury, which we haven't ever done and is my favorite Ray Bradbury collection uh, if you haven't read any Ray Bradbury, you're missing out. Ours Rocket has my single favorite um, Ray Bradbury story of all time, Frost and Fire, on it, oh, which is, is about a planet where people live seven days. But it's also um, got A Sound of Thunder, which is his most second most famous, probably, short story. Um, it's got The Long Rain, which is uh, – it's, it's got so many great things. It's just awesome. Um, and it's it's. Fun because, I mean, it was written in the 60s, right? Uh, In the 50s and 60s. And looking at space travel through the eyes of someone living back then and comparing it to now, I think is just fun. I actually recently read a bunch of Bradbury stories and it's just delightful. Um, Absolutely love reading I remember reading A Sound of Thunder in in high school and really, really liking it while at the same time being very, very disturbed by it. Oh, that's... That's a, a fun story. It's a, yeah. It's a point of what a, it's for. Yeah, That's what, what it's for. for. Um, let's go back to questions for an astronaut. Yeah. Okay. So I ask this question anytime someone says, I would like to learn the bag, how to play bagpipes. <laughs> why? Why would you like to learn to play bagpipes? And specifically, why did you think, you know, I'm going into space. I think I'll learn to play bagpipes in space. <laughs> well, I grew up in, I grew up in England. Um, from I spent from my third grade till my freshman year uh, in England for the first four years near London and then three years near Cambridge. And I just, I fell in love with the bagpipes while we were living over there. I remember my parents taking us to a military tattoo, essentially a parade and the, the pipes ushering in um, They're this good parade. outdoor. Yes, <laughs> yes, they are good for the outdoors. And uh, 
I have always wanted to learn how to play the bagpipes, and I thought, uh, I'm not sure what I was thinking, but I thought it would be fun <laughs> to play the bagpipes on the International Space Station. And so we get a small uh, personal allotment of stuff. Did, did any of the other people on the space station None agree? of them got to weigh in on this, this decision. <laughs> My can- commander did not know I was going to have them up there until I was like, hey, Scott, do you mind if I play the bagpipes? I don't even know if I asked him. I think I just started like, playing. Everyone meet the new guy. His name is Jill. <laughs> and he brought bagpipes. <laughs> to an enclosed so, space that you cannot, cannot leave without yes, a rocket. Yes, you cannot leave. <laughs> although you might be forced to leave. Um, so to, I'm going to take a little bit of credit here. I found the absolute furthest place away from crew quarters to practice. And so that was uh, in one of our stowage modules. And started practicing, and um, so and the, the eventually is on the no, no, a different okay. one, a different one. But I would poke my head out to see if anybody was like <laughs> reacting, and then uh, and then started to normalize a little bit, and just was playing in, in various modules, and and then later on asked Scott and and Kimia both very pointedly, "Hey, does this does this bother you? Is this okay?" And Scott said, "You know what, actually." He grew up in New Jersey. It reminded him of the firefighters playing when he was growing up. And so uh, it was a little, probably not as well played, but a picture of home for him uh, during the one-year mission. And so, um, and then Kimia, honestly, is such a great guy, so easy to get along with, that even if it was the worst thing ever for him to listen to me playing the bagpipes, he would he would not admit to it, and he would just say, "Oh no, it's fine." So, um, so I have very be, supportive crewmates. There is something to be said for being so willing to get to get along with other people that, you know, if those bagpipes make you happy, they make me happy. That is, there's there's something to that. There there absolutely is, and I think it's one of especially for long duration space flight. It is one of the, the most important things that we bring with us as a crew member, and that is what we describe as expeditionary behavior. And that is um, first step to get yourself squared away, to be competent uh, at doing the things that you need to do to be successful, to start working on time, to be efficient, so that then you have enough bandwidth to help your crewmates. And so you're squared away, and now the focus of your day is what can I do uh, to make his life better today, and, his, and Scott's life, and Kimia's life better today. What can I do? And if we are all thinking that way, we just, you just get along. And part of that is also, what things do I do that irritate other people? And I want to retract those friction points. And what are the things that maybe he does that, uh, that irritate me? And I just I figure out ways to remove myself from that situation or do something differently. Or if we absolutely have to have the conversation about, hey, when I am practicing robotic arm operations, I'd really appreciate it if you weren't playing the bagpipes. Um, and <laughs> On the end of the robotic arm. <laughs> yeah. so, um, so it's, and it's really, it's interesting. Right before my mission, I was thinking, I'm going to spend six months in an enclosed space with these same-ish five people. We did have a small crew change out uh, throughout, in the middle of the mission, but the same people for that entire time. And I thought, I, I really wonder how this is going to go. I mean, is this, are we going to, is there going to, are there going to be any issues? And, and it was three months into the mission before I even thought about it again. It, everybody just, particularly in our crew, and I know other crews are like this, just uh, work really hard to, to 
take care of each other, to get along so that ultimately we can have a successful mission and a productive mission. One of the ways I've heard it described, a guy I met on an Air Force base who had been on submarines, was uh, in that environment, we don't have the luxury of not getting along. That's true. I mean, if <laughs> you want to be successful, <laughs> you, you, have to, you have to get along. You have to figure out what is it that we need to do. Otherwise, the, the mission will not be successful. And that is as um, professionals up there uh, with the investment that our respective nations have made we we yeah. cannot afford yeah. to to not be successful. And being yeah. paid right. way too much to be a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have a question for you. This is a question we typically ask on our what what do writers get wrong episodes, but I, I'm curious, so I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, what have you seen in media, in a book or a movie, a depiction of astronauts that you just think is just bugs you to death? And what else have you seen that you really love that they got something really right? Wow. Uh, so books are, books are difficult because a lot of, I think, what really strikes me is movement in space and the physics of space that, you know, it, that really isn't de- depicted in a book. They talk about getting from one place to another. And what's very jarring for me is seeing people floating through a, a capsule or through a space station. And, and it's not that I'm thinking about, hey, you know, uh, third Newton's third law of gravity. It is, or it's that just did not look right. So somebody that's floating straight and then all of a sudden takes a hard right turn, floating without grabbing no, anything or anything. holding on to anything, just immediately is like, okay, that that was very weird. Um, so it's things like that. Just the physics that I think become very second nature on orbit that you really have to think about um, if you have never been in that environment. I think that is viscerally what, what strikes me. And I think um, from a, a storyline, the generation of drama from things that really don't need to be dramatic when there are other things about living in space and operating in that environment. I mean, there are any number of things that can kill us at any time. <laughs> and to come up with something goofy when... It's vacuum. It's cold <laughs> vacuum out there, people. I mean, uh, there's plenty. There's plenty, plenty there. right? There's plenty of risk there. So I think that those Please are don't things. Don't add that kind death of... to my job <laughs> in new ways. Exactly. I already exactly. have a very long list of mm-hmm. deaths. So, 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 can you give us some examples of people who, or, or artists that you feel have done a really good job? You know what? I really enjoyed reading uh, Andy Weir's um, *The Martian*, and as a crew, is is really cool. We got to watch that movie before it was released to the public. Um, we got to watch it on the space station. We got to watch this movie, which, and, and I, I really enjoyed the book. We got to watch it in space. And and so... Um, and I'm sure that at some place, Andy Weir is going, they watched my movie in space. Right. That's completely what I would do. My head is doing the zero-gravity giraffe right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a good writing prompt. <laughs> there was, uh, and, and there were things about that. So clearly, they had done their research, and and there were things that nobody else would have caught that just resonated with us during that movie. And one of them was uh, when the main character, when Mark Watney, is looking through everybody's stuff to look for food, 
And so as he's pulling out the food and going through the menu, he's listing like beef stroganoff and chicken teriyaki and rice pilaf. And so I'm watching him do that. And then I look at our food pantry right over here. And that's our, those are stuff, that's stuff from our menu. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's our menu. So it was little, just little details that really nobody else would have noticed that uh, just make a story like that more real. It's fantastic. Well, I think we are out of time. Do you really want to do that as our writing prop, Dan? Zero to gravity giraffe. The zero gravity giraffe. So Howard said the phrase, I'm doing the zero gravity giraffe. Find your own interpretation of what that means and write a story about it. Joel, thank you very much oh, thank for you your for time. Having me. Uh, this has been Writing Excuses. You're out of excuses. Now go write. Writing Excuses is a Dragon Steel production, jointly hosted by Brandon Sanderson, Dan Wells, Mary Robinette Kowal, and Howard Taylor. This episode was mastered by Alex Jackson. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.